This is Big D and Shade from Takiyaki Anime. Yo! And we are back with our upcoming winter anime thoughts. Um. <laughs> like always, I mess up the intro, but uh, let's get it started. Uh, the first show that we're going to be talking about is Aka 13 Kansatsuka. Uh, this is a show that's made by Madhouse, and um, I've only seen the teaser trailer so far. Um, the reason why I'm interested in this show is because the um, the music is really good, and it's one of those realistic-style anime. So, um, you know I'm not into yeah, it's it's something that I'm always drawn to. Um, I love those these types of shows. I don't really follow all the way through unless the characters and the story really grab me. But I'm always interested in uh, looking for a new show that um, that really grabs my attention. Uh, the premise for this show is a uh, see the kingdom of Dawa, which is uh, subdivided into thirteen. 13 states is celebrating its monarch's 99th birthday. These 13 states have many agencies that are controlled by a giant, giant organization known as Aka. Within Aka, Gene Ortis is the second in command of the inspection agency. His agency has 10 people placed in each of the 13 states with a central office in the capital city. They keep track of all of the activities in, of Aka across the kingdom and keep data on each state's Aka office flowing towards the central office. Gene also has uh, Gene also often has business trips from the capital to each of the other districts to check on the situation and personnel there. So with that, it seems like this <laughs> this story is really militaristic and. Um, that is one of the things that um, I'm not really super interested in. Um, it depends on what part of the military that they're going to focus on. Um, like, is it, are they fighting monsters? Are they fighting other military? Um, do these characters have superpowers? It's stuff like that that I look forward to. So I will find out once the show starts. See, I'm going to laugh. Do you know for sure that's that's the way they say it is Aka? Do you uh, know that for sure? Did they say it? I, I didn't catch it in the trailer. Did they say it in the trailer? Um, I didn't actually hear. Uh, it's a teaser trailer, so I don't okay. think they actually said it. But because I'm gonna like, laugh if it's like instead of Aka, it's like ACCA. It's like it's supposed to be an anagram or something like that, and you're, you're yeah. calling I call it an Aka. I'm so gonna laugh. One thing I <laughs> find interesting though is the banner actually has Square Enix on it. Okay. So I'm kind of curious as to what part Square Enix plays in this, whether they had some sort of development with it or whether they were. Because, uh, I mean, it doesn't say anything about it, Square Enix having a part in it in the description or anything, so it's kind of interesting to see that. But, yeah, just the animation style, it kind of, it's weird. It goes in between, like, being really highly detailed, which is where that realistic, and you know, side that you were talking about comes from, to hardly having any detail. Hmm. Like, some of the people's faces, I swear, I'm like you see like a thin line for their mouth and that's pretty much it 
-hmm. Whereas other ones you're looking at going, they have wrinkles, they have stress lines, they have like their face, you know, you're like, it's a face. And you're like, ah, dang it. Just like that. Cause that's the same problem I had with, um, ah, there was another one recently I watched. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it had like the, the animation style that kind of like flip flopped in between. Mm-hmm. And it was just so unnerving. I'm like, come on, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a really good reason for it. Like, you know, if you go into like another world and you want to have a different animation style to portray that or whatever, I totally get that. But like having it in the same sit scenario, keep like flip flocking back and forth. Oh, it's so annoying. So, okay. eh. I, I don't know. Again, it's this, it's this realistic side of it. I mean, the militaristic side that I'm fine with, I can deal with. But the the realistic part of it is just eh. Okay. But you know, it's Madhouse, so you know it's gonna look good. Oh yeah, definitely. The next show we have is Akiba's Trip, the animation. Which is not Akiba's Trip. Yes, which is what I thought it was <laughs> at the beginning. Akiba's um, gonna strip, but you know, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was thinking it was a, um, a show that was based in Akihabara, and I thought it was gonna be like a strip, which is like the popular buildings in like a downtown city area. See, it, stuff kind like of, that. it kind of is, because it's talking about a neighborhood and such, so it almost seems like it's like in a set area, a location of like this entire, like a strip like you're gonna mm-hmm. be into. So, I mean, you know, I can mm-hmm. see where you were getting at, but still there's a nice little space in between the S and the T there. <laughs> so anyways, go ahead. So the premise for the show is um, Akihabara, a broad-minded neighborhood where everyone from beginners to masters are welcome. Even when you're alone, if you go to Akiba, you'll find, you'll find someone who understands you. It's a neighborhood where anything is possible, where anyone can do seemingly anything, a place where you can bear your body and soul. In this neighborhood of Akiba, which has everything including games, anime, maids, idols, secondhand parts, and cheap food, battles are fought against the (laughs) Bagurimono, a steadfast uh, boy meets girl story begins. So, for me, from the trailer, I didn't really see anything that um, talks about a romance. I see um, this nice bubbly style of animation and um, a lot of fighting. So, it looks like it's going to be a pretty action-packed series. Um, The studio who made this... a little bit of TNA in that, though, but go ahead. Yeah, the studio that uh, made this is Studio Gonzo. And I I actually haven't seen anything from Gonzo in a while. Or if I did see it, I didn't know that it was Gonzo because things from Gonzo that I remember are stuff like Basilisk and um, other shows that are like they're realistic style characters or um, like really strongly built like curly hair kind of um, characters. And they it's usually a really bloody and fight like bloody action series. So for Gonzo to do this, it's it's something different from what I remember, but I'm looking forward to it because I know Gonzo does good action. Um, I do. Yeah. One one thing that I noticed in the trailer is like, um, other than the character designs that I like, the background characters were actually animated and they weren't like gray silhouettes in the background. So mm-hmm. it looked like they put a little bit of money into the show. So I'm, 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 I'm excited for it. Yeah. I mean, they have done some, some kind of like, 
crazy characters like that in the past in some of theirs um, because they did uh, Sunobozu Desert Punk oh, okay. he, was a pretty, yeah. he was a pretty crazy character you know uh, and uh, Kaze no Stigma Chrono Crusade some of those have some like crazy character characterization that this one does definitely look like it has Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, looking through them, because when you mentioned that, I was like, when was the last time I've seen something from Gonzo? And it has been a while. Um, and and it's not for the fact that I just haven't watched anything from them. It just looks like they haven't really released a whole lot as of late. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've had some good stuff, but it's just been a very long time. It's kind of weird. Yeah. From a studio that actually offers a great deal to have something that just kind of they just kind of fall off the, the charts kind of seems kind of weird. So, but yeah, no, I mean it's definitely might be one I might check out. It, it does look like it had like because in the very beginning of the trailer, you see the dude pull off or somebody's somebody's pulling off some like aprons or whatever, and you see like laundry wearing women, and you're just like, okay, well something's happening. Um, so it might have a little TNA service going on here, but uh, as crazy as this animation style kind of looks, I, I'd go for it, I think, as long as the storyline actually held true. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, no, it, 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 it has potential. It has potential. And I wouldn't mind seeing something from Gonzo again. It's been a long time. Mm. My, the glory days of Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> Next show we're going to be talking about is Blue Exorcist. Oh, Kyoto yeah. Arc. This should be one that a ton of people are super excited to see. Um, I, I am just curious as to whether or not this is going to be something that's a continuation or... I don't know. It's going to be weird. Because hmm. I think that it's been so long since Blue Exorcist came out trying to remember exactly how it ended i'm kind of thinking was it actually a finale or was it did they leave it open for more to come so yeah i actually don't remember a lot of what happened so yeah yeah, yeah. next next week on the weekend i'm gonna watch the whole first season (laughs) so um, So, so, so you say so you say we'll see yeah (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, this is one of the shows like um, like Fullmetal Alchemist and stuff like that, where it's like it's the years where I re- like really started getting into anime and like watching um, like weekly shows. And this is one of them shows that I was like, oh my god, it's one of my favorites. So um, I'm definitely maybe, looking. It was always a very interesting um, aspect of it, I think, because again, this is a, this is another one where it's the the, the kind of it, it's the uh, what do they call them it's the same like with Deadpool um, can't remember the, 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 what they classify him as he's the the anti-hero isn't it okay yeah 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 because you guys a dude who's like essentially the son of the devil more or less but he kind of tries to do right but then again he he's very much like he doesn't really hold back most of the time which can be a problem from time to time, but I mean, I don't think he's ever. Did he ever kill anyone? God, it's been so mm-hmm. long. I don't think he did. 
Though I want to say there might have been like one accident that occurred. Hmm. But anyways, I mean, you know, he kind of has that like, but that, that's what I'm saying. You don't really like, there's too many where like the heroes are like, you're, you know, for a fact, he's a hero. But there was a lot of times there was put into question exactly his affiliations because he was, you know, he's part demon. And that's never like something you can ever like fully count on as being on the good guy's side. So yeah. it was always kind of like one of those interesting combinations they had. And his character was very much a loose cannon, which was completely different than his brother. Yeah. So... So for this uh, second season, the premise is um, in the late Edo period, a demon known as the Impure King killed thousands of people. After defeating the demon, the Knights of the True Cross kept its eyes uh, safely sealed away on Academy grounds. But now someone has stolen it. Stolen Why is it always <laughs> on Academy grounds? I mean, seriously. This is really, really important. Let's put it under the building. Let's put it yeah. in school. Yeah, you because know, like it was the same thing with uh, we just recently watched again uh, Harry Potter, like from the beginning, and we're like, why are you putting a really powerful stone in the school with children? No, you know, and it's like, God. So it was like, what the hell is that? Like a thing? We always put the powerful artifacts of mass destruction that people want to keep hidden away from everyone in a school. Yeah, what school do they go to? I wish I was at school. Anyways, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, someone has stolen the um, the eye. Hearing the thief ha uh, has taken a child hostage, Yukio and Rin go to help. The investigation and pursuit will lead Rin and his friends to Kyoto and involve them in a deeper, sinister plot. But will his friends' knowledge that Rin is the son of Satan drive a wedge between them? So, um, some people knew that the twins were the, the, the spawn of Satan, and I can't remember if his crew of people actually knew. So, um, I, I want to say that they did. So, is this like a different group of friends? Because I don't really see them. Or is this like a kind of rehash of the story? Like they're starting from the See, beginning that, and they don't know. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, it seems weird with the description. I can't yeah. tell if this is a direct continuation from the original series or if it's like sometimes like they, they, they took a part and we're like, okay, yeah, we had ultimate. a gap here. This yeah. is what happened during this gap. You know, it's <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, it's been so long. Since I've watched it, I can't say for sure. Yeah, I hope I hope it's a continuation and not like a whole season, like squeezed in between like a couple episodes of the first season. Yeah, because um, I'm about to watch the first season all over again, and I don't want to like <laughs> go through this whole journey and then the new season starts and they're like, no, none of that actually happened. Start all over. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, come on, really, come on. Silly. But um, I don't know. It's done by A1 Pictures. I I, I I have faith in them. I don't think they're going to rehash the story. <laughs> well, I mean, there has been, like, um, animes in the past. Oh, god dang it. There's one I'm thinking of, Black Butler. Mm hmm Where they did the first season, they did the second season, 
And then the third season was actually a part in the first season where there was a gap and they, they filled it up with what was the third season. Mm-hmm. And it actually kind of made sense and it was totally cool and everything. So I, it could go that way and they could do an awesome job with it. But yeah, I think I would definitely would really prefer if it was actually a continuation because yeah. I mean, it's like we went on this journey. Let's go ahead and continue where we started and see where it goes. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see it. I mean, again, anti-hero kind of personality and like the whole him carrying around a katana that, that like would unsheath and unleash his powers and everything and yeah. I mean it was just all sorts of cool so hopefully hopefully something good comes from it uh, the next show we're going to be talking about is Chaos Child so I um, know that this is a sequel to a, a series called Chaos Head. Um, Chaos Head actually came out in 2008. Oh, wow. So this is almost almost decade-old show. Uh, yeah, they have it over on, um, what is it, Funimation and Netflix. And I, I, a couple weeks ago, I went through and like watched the whole first season. Uh, definitely dated. <laughs> a lot of the stuff that they talk about is kind of old and um um the pace the pacing of the show is kind of off like there's some kind of dull parts and then some really cool parts but um i really did like the first season so now that um this one's coming out i'm not sure if it's gonna be a continuation or um or what's gonna happen but um the premise for the show is in the original visual novel after a 7.8 uh, earthquake hits Tokyo's Shibuya ward on November 6, 2009. A black fire spreads across, uh, spreads and causes mass panic on the day of the earthquake. The sudden disaster becomes known as the Shibuya earthquake and kills 3,851 people and injures 30,927 more. These are very specific numbers. Yeah, they're exact for that crap. Wow. Um, the game is set in a reconstructed uh, Shibuya district on October 2015. A string of mysterious deaths occur in uh, Shibuya amidst reconstruction. People began to take notice as the strange events start on the same day that chaos broke out in Shibuya with a certain incident five years earlier. These events are called the return to new generation madness. So well, that sounds altogether just bad. <laughs> so um, there is no trailer right now, so I didn't um, I don't know what it's gonna look like, but judging from the 2008 series, um, I know the animation is gonna be okay, uh, and possibly way better. It's done by Silverlink, and uh, there's actually a show that does that's done a few of the shows that I actually like. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. For some reason, parts of this synopsis sounds uh, really similar to the first season. Like there was a huge earthquake in the first season. And I can't remember if there was a, like a generation madness thing that went on, but there was, um, 
when they say that the the because you said this was back in 2008 right yes yeah and i mean it it's dated for that earthquake in 2009 so maybe that first part of it was the actual first season that they were talking about um so maybe they're trying to like maybe they're trying to like set the stage going okay this is what that first paragraph for the description is like this is what happened in the first season now the second paragraph is what's happening now Mm -hmm. so i mean that could be the case yeah, some of the numbers seem kind of similar, like the 30,000 injured and stuff like that. But mm. I don't know. It seems like these dates are a year after the first season. So it's um, it's throwing me off a little bit. Um, in the first season, there was this one character who had like these really strong mental powers. And like he created this entity that was like messing up the world. And it was... Mm. Uh, pretty cool how everything played out so I'm really curious to see if they even bring back some of those original characters or if this is just like a whole new cast like half a decade later and it, everything's completely different so I'm, I'm excited to see the show um, I like the first one so I'm gonna definitely check this second one out yeah there's not a whole lot of info for it I might look at it I mean, I'll have to watch the first season, obviously, just so I make sure I have a ground basis for it, but I might look at it just to see. The next show we're going to be talking about is Demi-chan wa Kataritai. Yes. Demi-chan. All right, so this one... Right off the bat, I'm going to say, this almost kind of reminds me of um, Rosario Vampire. Because you have a school setting, and you have monsters. Now, I think the monsters in this one are a little different than the other one, but not by a whole lot. Because there's a vampire, and there's a succubus. But there's also a Dullahan. So, anyways, description for this one says... Succubus, Dullahan, and Vampire, they are known as Ajin or Demis, and are slightly different than the average human. They have lived alongside humans for ages under persecution. However, in recent years, they have become accepted as members of society. This manga follows a high school biology teacher who has a great interest in Demis and his interactions with the various Demis in his school, each with their own cute problems. Okay, so, again, right away, I'm like, Rosario Vampire, we're in a school setting, we have monsters, but it almost seems like a, a mixture between uh, Rosario Vampire and uh, Monster Girl. Because you have the the persecution, because they're accepted in society, so people know about them, but there's still like that persecution and that animosity between demis and humans, I'm sure. So I'm sure there'll be those instances like that happen in Monster Girls where he's out with one of them or something and, and they're in public eye or something like that and someone says something, he has to take action or whatever. But Which, I mean, it's cool and all. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed those those moments in, in Monster Girl. But, um, I mean, it looks, it looks really cutesy. I'll say that. It looks really cutesy looking I mean because all the characters obviously I think there's going to be something going on because I mean come on the main character human character is a guy and he has all the demis around him are female it's like really 
<laughs> really? Can we set that up any more than that? I mean, seriously. And thankfully, they made the succubus the looks like the the PE teacher or something. So at least I'm sure there'll be awkward moments dealing with that in some sexual reference form or whatever. But at least it's an older woman than the than like the high schoolers or whatever that he's having to deal with in this school. So I am thankful for that. Um, this is done by A1 Pictures. Yes. So I mean, again, it looks phenomenal amazing they do great great deal with their animation so i'm really appreciative of that and again really cutesy looking um but i mean it, it seems like it could be worth a good comedy so we's worth a few laughs yeah um yeah just like you were saying um and the description says that um they have their own cute problems so that's something that I'm always drawn to. Cute girls doing cute things. Um, one thing that is cool is that I can only think of one show right now that had a doula hand in it. <laughs> oh, two. Uh, yeah, two. Uh, the Monster, Monster Musume. Yeah, that's yeah, what. Monster girls. And, um, and uh, Do Our Rai. Yeah. And Selty from Do Our Rai is like my favorite doula hand of all time. So. Yeah. This I, I don't had know. it. I'm gonna say, I laughed really hard when the whole thing happened with uh, the Doolahan and Monster Girls. I laughed so hard. That part was hilarious. But yes, as far as like overall characterization and everything, yeah, because like I think that that Doolahan was only there for like two episodes. Hmm. I really think I appreciated Celtia uh, a whole lot more, and I hope this is a trend that, that starts happening. Because that's, yeah. that's a monster character that we don't see very often. Yeah, and, like, Duara did that character so well that the bar is, like, set through the roof. Like, yeah. I I have high hopes for this new character. But because even, like, even though she doesn't, like, she, like, Celtia's handicapped in a way because she doesn't have her head. But even though she doesn't have her head... And she can't, like, verbally communicate. She does so much with not only the little cell phone she has, but the her body language and everything that she, you know, portrays in that. And, like, you know, the whole instance where, like, he, the doctor does something, like, compassionate for her and he, and she, like, wraps him up in, like, the, the cocoon of the... <laughs> and you're like, oh, she's embarrassed. Like, you don't even have to, like... It doesn't, nothing has to be said. It's just yeah. that cute. You're like, oh, she's so embarrassed right now. She doesn't know what to say or do. You're like, oh, that's <laughs> But I mean, so, I mean, again, I think, yeah, you're right. The, the bar was set pretty high, but I think it's not something that's unreachable. Because, mm-hmm. again, she was handicapped. I mean, this one has a head and, and actually is communicating. So I'm sure, like, personality-wise, she's got to have something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure oh, she's not they- like pull out a scythe or anything like the like Celty does but you know yeah that's what I'm curious about um as far as doodle hands go in Monster Musume did the girl have a horse or or any kind of scythe or anything I don't remember I'm, I'm not sure say, yes as far as what the horse goes but I don't know about the scythe okay because I'm no, not sure she pulled that out I don't know it's been so long it's been so long since I've seen that it's at yeah, least like I'm... is the monster like a year or so old Oh yeah. 
So I know. Um, yeah, I know for sure that the horse is part of the story, and I'm not sure if there's like different mythologies for Dullahan's, but um, the scythe is something that I'm not sure about. But I'm just curious in this show: is she gonna have a horse? Is she gonna have some kind of scythe? Or is she, oh yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious what she's gonna have. Oh yeah, so. no. I, I hope. I hope even though they have a sort of like look of being normal, I hope there is still like parts of them that will still retain that characterization of themselves you know even if it's like because again it's why it reminded me of rosario because like they have a vampire they have a succubus and they have like an ice woman or whatever mm-hmm. and and this one and i'm like i'm hoping like maybe the ice lady will walk around with like snowflake earrings or something you know something like that yeah. just to have that little bit of characterization in there to be like oh hey that's what they are that's what they do or something you know because mm-hmm. i think that would be cool but we'll see either way i'm sure it's with a few less yeah all right the next show we're going to be talking about is gabriel dropout here's another one with some supernatural characters of some sort um, so yeah, this one is yet another comedy, uh, and it follows Gabriel White, who graduates at the top of class in an angel school and attends a human school on Earth in pursuit of knowledge, but then gets engrossed in a web game and decides it's too much trouble to go anywhere. <laughs> so here again, just like before, cute girls, cute things, so I know big D over there is all over this. Yeah. Uh, I, I might I might decide to give it a little bit of a shot just to see. It might be a little too cutesy for me because some of that I'm just like, oh my god, like they're using like the, the yeah a lot of pink. Um, but even like the the uh, they have like in the poster picture they have what looks like Cerberus, but he looks like a puppy dog. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, that, you can't do that. that's just wrong. Um, <laughs> But I like I like the characterization in this from the little bit short pieces that I saw because it's not just the angel in in the school. I mean, you also have what looks to be like a demon, uh, again characterized by a cute girl or whatever. Um, and then almost I don't know like you had a girl with like red hair, had like a bat in her hair. Mm-hmm. And a cross on her lapel part there. I'm almost thinking maybe that's a vampire character or something. I don't know. Well, she has a scythe too, so. The red-haired? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's. it's is she, is right she just now. like maybe a, a Shinigami character or something? I guess. Uh, that would be cool. I don't know, because I mean, I guess you have an angel and you have a demon. I guess a death god's not too far fetch mm-hmm. from that or whatever but I don't know it'd be interesting to see how they they coalesce with each other how they decide like okay this is how everyone's interacting and whatnot mm-hmm. but I'm I'm hoping it doesn't become like too just overbearing in that regards mm-hmm. so you know give me give me some sort of plot point give me a you know something that's happening going on don't just like throw these people together and be like alright just live your normal life and hope things go well and something you know which is funny, don't get me wrong, but still. So, and it's okay. done by I don't know that one. Dogakobo. Dogakobo. Yes, or Dogakobo. 
not sure how it's pronounced. But uh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, they've done some of the things I know you've watched recently. Yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite studios for cute girls doing cute things. Um, I saw the trailer and it reminded me of um, uh, Umaru chan. Mm. So, uh, uh, Umaru chan is a uh, girl who she lives her public life like. She's the smartest girl, the most athletic and most beautiful and all that kind of stuff. And as soon as she goes home, she like reverts into her true self. She like puts on <laughs> this little hamster, hamster uh, one onesie or suit kind of thing. And then um, all she does is play games, uh, watch anime, drink Coke and all that kind of stuff. And uh, she's a little brat. She's a jerk. <laughs> she's a jerk to her brother. She's always whining. She's like a little spoiled princess. And um, from a lot of people that I've heard, that's like everybody hates her. Like they like that is a huge turn off for a character like that. Um, me, on the other hand, I I knew some brats growing up. So <laughs> I'm like, I get it. And, um, I'm used to that. I'm cool with it. It's all good. Yeah, she is a she is a jerk, but it is funny when you see somebody who actually kind of one-ups her and she's like trying to scramble to find some kind of comeback and um that's one cool thing that's like those characters who like think that they're the best and then when somebody shows up and wins up them that's like one of my favorite things so uh, <laughs> for this show it doesn't look like the look uh the girl's gonna be a brat um but Hopefully. it does look like she's gonna be a little feisty from uh from the trailer that i saw so uh i'm interested in it and then also it shows another angel so I'm kind of curious if the other girl is like, I don't know, kind of like a rich girl, and she's like, oh, ho, 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 you're lower than me, kind of stuff. So. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> God, I've I've been lucky enough to avoid that in animes recently. I don't want to go back to that. Please no, please no. But um, yeah, it looks like the characters are really varied, and uh, I'm really. I'm like excited to see what this show is gonna be about. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Grand Blue Fantasy: The Animation. Yes. Um. So for me, this one has caught my attention. Because uh, it's a fantasy one. I love my fantasy animes. They always are at least somewhat interesting in regards to what they do. Uh, this one is based upon a video game. So, video game developer Games announced that during the Tokyo Game Show event on Thursday that its Grand Blue Fantasy smartphone game will receive an anime adaptation. Now, I don't know how in-depth you can be as far as story-wise goes when you're taking a game that was based upon a smartphone game and trying to make it into an anime. I'm hoping the adaptation goes well and that they add a bunch of, like, you know, things into it. Uh, the trailer, which I had to go searching YouTube for because the one on chart didn't work for me, uh, but the trailer... It, it looks really action-packed. I will say that. Like, the the animation and the action are, like, spot-on. Um, who did this one, by the way? 
A1, of course. A1 again. <laughs> yeah, A1, of course. Um, so how, how am I surprised about that whatsoever? Uh, so yeah, it does look really solid, really smooth. Um, and even though the editors like some parts of like the actual trailer that was showing, uh, like when they were showing them on the like riding on their airship or whatever, um, it looks a little kind of just a little bit disproportionate. Like they try to do a different animation style with it mm-hmm. because like the 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 characters themselves like really pop out of that and as opposed to like the actual background mm. um and you know unfortunately it looks like they have like their main villain or whatever it is that they're trying to go quest to go do is going to go kill a dragon not like that hasn't been done like umpteen billion times before <laughs> uh, but i mean the characters themselves look kind of interesting they each have their own looks to be characteristics about them. You have like your fighter, you have a long range gunner, um, a mage, cleric, healer kind of character. And he's pretty much your standard issue, but at the same time, I like the fact that even though it looks like there's a a damsel in distress kind of like the lady in, in blue blue hair girl, of course. Why is it always blue hair? Why is it always the blue anyway? The blue-haired girl looks like, you know, she's the damsel in distress and having things that need to get done or whatever. But there is what looks to be, like, um, a paladin kind of character, which is also female, which I think is awesome. I like the fact that there is some diversity in that and that they actually show uh, a a strong female character. Uh, We don't really get a whole lot of that too often, Um, and it's nice when you actually see in, like, retrospect with, like, a fighting-type fantasy setting where you actually see a strong female character. Um, I also like the fact that, again, even though we are fighting, like, some weird, like, multi-headed Hydra dragon creature thing, uh, so as I was saying before about them fighting dragons, which, you know, whatever... Uh, there is the character, the main character, the guy character, actually has what looks to be like a little pet dragon with him. And he looks adorable. He looks utterly <laughs> adorable. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful for it. I'll, I'll at least give it like a couple episodes just to see if like there is a good storyline that goes with it and if they really fleshed out the characters themselves. Uh, and which, if they did, I think it'll be a great, a great anime. So, but we'll see. Okay. Well, I took, ow. <laughs> I checked out the trailer and um, yeah, the little the little mascot little dragon character. There, um, I'm watching him because I usually don't like <laughs> I usually don't like mascot characters. So I'm like, as soon as he shows up, I'm like, hmm, you're gonna annoy me. I'm not sure, but uh, he looks cute enough, so I give him. He a looks chance. adorable, and I don't think he, <laughs> even from the trailer, it doesn't look like he like talks a whole bunch. He's hmm. mainly just there for support or something, but. Hmm. Anyways, hopefully not. Uh, um, okay. One thing I want to predict for him, I feel like during their questing, they found like this this little egg, and they kind of hatched him as from a baby. <laughs> that's just like something that I'm just imagining. But I think, um, if that's the case, I think it was probably the dude that he's with is the one mm-hmm. who found him before like their quest that they're going on, and he he just hatched it mm-hmm. and, and was like, oh okay, I'll. I'll Maybe the mom left, or maybe the mom got killed. That's mm-hmm. Mom got killed, and he felt bad for leaving the egg there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so with fantasy anime, I am, like, I'm split down the middle. There's, like, some that are 
too serious for me. And then there are some that are like adventurous comedy, um, action packed, and um, those are the ones that I generally that I generally get drawn to. So um, I'm hoping this is a really cool, like fun one. Um, there's one thing in fantasy anime that I absolutely love. Like if you show me a floating island in the sky, <laughs> I am a hundred percent in. And um, the very opening of the trailer for this one. Yes. <laughs> so as soon as I put it, I'm like, "Yep, watching this one." <laughs> so um, I'm definitely excited to see that in the show. And um, I do love the fact that the fights don't look CG. So yeah. um, I'm applauding the effort that they put in for that. Um, but yeah, those are my those are a few things. It's like I'm watching that dragon. Love me some islands and please no 3D. <laughs> yes, please. I would like to like to avoid that if at all possible. <laughs> Next show we're gonna be talking about is Hand Shakers. Let's see. This show is made by a studio go hands and they've done a show that i really liked in the past called um k i think like k the animation and um they have a very distinct style for that show and it looks like they carry that style over to this show and kind of put some red bull on it because this <laughs> like the visuals on this show are like neon hyper crazy and, and um, I'm not really sure if they're going to be able to keep that up the whole series because there's a lot going <laughs> on in the trailer um, I, I just I just like that description for it I think that's, that's an <laughs> awesome description you know same style but pour some Red Bull on it and give it wings let it go <laughs> Lord. Uh, um, the premise for the show is they the receivers of the revelation of Babel they, the challengers to God, they who inevitably throw themselves into battle with their partners, what does God want from them? And they, uh, and did they want powers exceeding that of God's? They, the chosen ones, their souls are linked, um, join hands and head for the ziggurat where the fighting shall ensue. So it's definitely going to be an action oriented show, as you can tell. By the oh, description. yeah and oh, yeah. the trailer um but yeah i'm worried like the the trailer like set the bar super duper high and um i i don't think that they're gonna be able to keep that up but i have high hopes for it because i did like um the original show that i watched from them which is k so uh yeah yeah i have high hopes but i'm, I'm a bit worried yeah, you know, I I, I kind of didn't. I guess the dis the description of that is like very super like misleading. I don't know it, the stylization. Like there are parts that I'm really liking like a lot as far as the stylization of the of the animation, but then it almost almost looks like it goes into like a 3D animation in certain parts. And I'm like maybe that's just me. Mm. But if, if if not, if that's just like those little snippets that I'm seeing and mis misinterpreting as, 
Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I they're taking like the effort, like in the fight scenes that you can see from the trailer for it. They're taking the effort, which by the way, you have to look on YouTube for it, because of course, any trailer doesn't have it on there. Okay. It got deleted or whatever. But anyways, um, you know, like anime, like especially the early on when they they were trying to be, I guess, a little bit cheap on the quality of it. I want to say, like when they showed like DBZ or whatever, you have the animation. Like they'll, you'll just see the camera go zigzag all over the place, and like you don't see the characters themselves moving. And that was their way of showing, hey, this is going super fast you can't even <laughs> see the action or whatever um but i like how in this one they don't do that like they don't cut the corners but they still portray just how high intensity and fast pace this action's going at you mm-hmm. because it is it is just in your face right from the get-go i mean maybe that's just because they cut it in those scenes for the trailer but um it, it seems really fast-paced, and I, I appreciate as far as that goes that they don't they don't take out anything from that. They just show everything in full detail. Yeah. So, yep, uh, looking forward to that show. Yeah, I'll definitely check that one out. The next show we have is Kobayashi-san Chino Maid Dragon. This one. Um, so here we go just as i was saying before you always end up seeing dragons in the worst possible light ever they're always like the bad guys very few times in like any sort of any sort of media honestly do you ever see a dragon put into like a semi like decent nice position uh where they potentially they are the good guys uh and this one you're, I don't necessarily know to say if it's a good person or not. Um, there's really no trailer for it, which is kind of disappointing. They didn't even have anything on YouTube for this, which was, like, really weird. Like, no trailers at all. Um, but anyways, the description for this is Miss Kobayashi is your average office worker who lives a boring life alone in her small apartment until she saves the life of a female dragon in distress. And already right there, I'm like, what the heck did you do <laughs> to save a female dragon in distress? What the heck was the distress about that you could actually do something like that? But it's probably going to be something silly or stupid. Anyways, the dragon named Toru uh, has the ability to magically transform into an adorable human girl. Now... I don't know about that so pretty much, because at least they have the picture, the little chart for it on the any chart there. I'm not sure if, if Adorable Human Girl quite describes that, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll move on from there. Uh, and albeit, though, it's with horns and a long tail. Even without that, I'm not sure I'd say Adorable. Uh, who will do anything to pay off her debt of gratitude, whether Miss Kobayashi likes it or not. With a very persistent and amorous dragon as a roommate, nothing comes easy, and Miss Kobayashi's normal life is about to go off the deep end. Now, that just goes without saying altogether, but uh, there's a few things about that that I'm just all sorts of curious about, one of which being what you mentioned before about character who has that annoying, annoying, <laughs> highly annoying laugh, because already looking at the picture, she's got her arms on her on her hips, 
Yep. The only thing she's missing is swing the head back and let it go, you know, or, or, or do the whole put the hand to the mouth thing. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh my God. If she's that way, I don't know if I can watch that. I mean, oh my goodness. Um, it does seem like it could be funny because this is definitely a very new thing involved with this. I mean, I don't think I've ever had that sort of storytelling about something in that regards happen in my that my to my recollection so i think that it could be interesting i'm a little worried also about the fact that they say a very persistent and amorous dragon mm-hmm. okay who's she being amorous with and if it's if it's uh, miss kobayashi that's gonna be all sorts of weird on all sorts <laughs> of manners um but uh, again, it could be interesting. Hopefully, it's going to be something good, worth watching. Uh, another comedy uh, with a little bit of fantasy elements to it. It's done by Kyoto Animation. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they have done, among some other sad, sad ones. Um, <laughs> and when I mean sad, I mean. Oh my goodness, you better watch something fun and entertaining after that. They have done some cute girls doing cute things animes as well, so... Uh, hopefully it's going to be something worthwhile. But I guess we'll see. Big D, what's your thoughts? Yep. So, with this show, um, there was no trailers. I can I can't say anything about the animation and everything, but I do like Kyoto animation. Uh, um, they've done a lot of my favorite shows, including sad ones like K- uh, Kanan and Clanad and um, Cute Girl. I refuse to ones watch ones. the second season, too. <laughs> like, um, I refuse. And uh, cute uh, type of shows like K-On! Stuff like that. So, um, they know how to do cute. So, uh, I hope this character isn't too annoying. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I have a I have faith in Kyoto Animation, so I'm curious to see what it's going to be about. It's, uh, it's an interesting premise. So, yeah. Uh, it's very yeah. new. It's not something I think I've ever seen before. So. Yeah, it's usually a guy has a boring life, and some girl falls out of the sky, and then his life changes. And that, yeah. <laughs> it's like... Now it's a girl, and then on top of that, it's a dragon that's that's ruining their life essentially, or at least intruding upon it. Yeah. So, so I do appreciate the flip. So. Yeah. All right. The next show we're gonna be talking about is both excited for. Yep. Uh, Konosubarashi Sekai ni Shukufukuo Season Two or Konosuba Two. I'm glad you were. I'm glad you said that because I probably could not have said that, and not that clarity too. You did really well on that. I, I'll give you props. That prop, good, good job. Everyone, give a round of applause. Round of applause. Good job. Um, yes, this anime. Oh my goodness. Uh, this is just. Oh, you want to talk about characterization? I mean, this is like. Working makes fantasy, if that if that even like could come uh, out in that regards. It's actually a good combination. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fantasy yeah. 
working type fantasy meets dungeons and or working meets dungeons and dragons essentially um if y'all haven't watched the first season go watch first season by all means uh and both of us are highly looking forward to see what happens on this one because i don't even think i think i need to go back to it because i don't think i ever finished the whole thing for the first season or did it just like abruptly end was it one of those Uh, that ended do you remember i think think, um after that big battle at the end um i think they're like okay let's go home and then they're like see you next season i'm like okay I think because I, I I think the last one I remember watching was with the the headless knight dude. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, there's a, there's, there's a huge just, like, thing that happens end. right after that. The, there's the, but there's only one thing after. I think I'm like right at the tail end, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of figured. Uh, but yeah, you, oh god, the characters in this. I mean, every single one of them are unique and just funny. All on their own. So the fact that they're continuing this and to see where it's gonna go. I mean, at this point, I don't even think they even like care about the fact that they had a mission to go and destroy or kill like the demon lord or whatever. It's like there are so many things now that have just yeah. I forgot that they were supposed to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the whole bulletin point of the whole thing. And they've just like so so not done that. <laughs> like life uh, is so hard. Yes. <laughs> God, I mean, they keep taking these these and, and and you know, but see that's the thing, they haven't like gone to do what it is that they're supposed to be doing, but you really don't care. Because everything that they're doing, you're like, oh my god, what is it that they're going to screw up now? How is this going to backfire? How is this going to go wrong? And in what hilarious way is it going to happen? I mean, from the goddess that's with him, I mean, I still remember the whole thing when they went to the the lake to purify it, and they Uh, threw uh. it in there with the cage. And she's just she's just traumatized from that point forward. <laughs> like the whole beginning, nothing's happening. They're like, oh, this is gonna be easy. No. <laughs> she's just like, purify, purify, purify. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. and, and then oh, the mage. Oh my god. I just. See, and the mage with the death with the death knight that was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. She she has one spell, one spell she can do, and that's all she can do. And it's like she can blow things up. It's very powerful, but then she faints afterwards. She loses all energy because she yeah. puts all of her energy into this one spell. Um, but she goes to his castle to keep. She didn't realize she thought it was an abandoned castle, and she's using it over and over and over and over again. Uh, the place to practice. Oh, that castle over there looks perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes, why does someone keep blowing up my home? <laughs> and, then, and then, even worse on that is they try to blame it on the other mage at first. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, there's only two mages here that can do that. And immediately they're looking at the other mage going, hmm? <laughs> I didn't do it! Oh, and then the paladin. Oh, my God. The, 
the paladin that constantly cannot hit anything worth anything, but will look dead. You you will not take a single damage because she'll take all the damage herself. Yeah. Oh god. So characters are definitely there. Animation's definitely there. Uh, I'm just I'm curious as to what more hijinks that that they're just gonna get into. Yeah, I actually started thinking, and I think the reason why they never went to like defeat the king is because they don't have any money. Like it costs money. Well, it, was, it was like they don't have money, they don't have proper equipment, and that neither none of them feel like they're powerful enough to go and defeat him. Yeah. Which I'm gonna think is gonna be absolutely hilarious is if they go finally Finally go to defeat him, and he's a pushover. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a weakling who is only surviving on his name, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so going to laugh if that's the case. Uh, like, yeah. wow. You've been <laughs> sending people to go kill this guy, because it was the goddess that's been sending people to go kill this guy. Yeah. I don't know how many times, because there's another good dude that you find that was actually one of the previous ones that she had sent who was still trying oh, to do yeah. it. yeah. And like, I'm gonna so laugh. It was like she sent so many people, and none of them ever managed to get to him. Because if they did, they'd have been able to kill him. Yeah, like if, let's say, he has some kind of trick, and like everybody else is fighting this trick that can't be beat, and then one of them just points out, they're like, "Well, what's that over there?" And then they just like go behind the curtain, and there he is. <laughs> Oh, we're going all Wizard of Oz, and you know what? That was so I would so laugh so hard if that was the case. Because so, like people are adventuring, people are actually going to him and getting defeated. So yeah. Oh man, that'd be hilarious. Basically, I mean, if y'all are, are wanting a good comedy fantasy that is, it, it has. I'm not gonna say it's got great action. Because most of it, you're just kind of like, really, guys, really. It's got, <laughs> it's got a decent action though. I will say that. You know, seeing the 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 mage do her spell thing is just, it's always cool to see. Um, the main character, I mean, he tries. He sometimes succeeds, and sometimes he can actually be kind of brilliant in his own way. But uh, for the most part, it's just, you know, it's just gonna be a, a fun-filled laugh laugh along adventure. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for this show. It's going to be so good. Yes, it is. Next show on the list is Little Witch Academia, the TV series. So. All you on this one. Yeah. The description is the Little Witch Academia TV series series <laughs> um, basically this is the the first tv series in this i guess franchise now um there's been two movies before uh one was a 22 ish minute uh short film and then the second one was about just right under an hour um i really really like this show um or at least i like this story um it's done by Studio Mappa, so 
they are a it's studio like, who has high high quality animation. Did they, did they get it wrong on any list? They're saying uh, trigger. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I, about to say. I'm I'm like, it's done by trigger. trigger. Yeah, done by trigger. Um, trigger is a group of people who broke off from Gynax, and um, you can definitely see it in the style of animation that they have, and. Um, They've done shows like Kill a Kill and Kizniver and, and um, strange shows like Infernal Cop and um, Uchu Patrol Luluka. But um, they have a distinct style to them. There are some shows that they worked on that don't really match their style that I know them for, um, like Hackadoll and... Um, but yeah, when they do stick the to their Nichi Joe. Yeah. 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 And um but when they do stick to their uh, the style that I know them from, you can you can it's a really distinct style. Um the story for this from the movies is basically there's this one um this young girl and she goes to this, I guess, magic concert and there's this really famous witch and I can't remember her name, but um She's doing like th- uh, giving this huge performance with a uh, like all these magical beings flying everywhere, and she's like flying in the sky doing all these magic tricks, and um, she's like totally excited, and um, she wants to grow up to be just like her. So what she does is she enrolls in this uh, witch school to become properly properly trained as a witch. Um, one thing about this world that I actually don't understand yet, they've hinted a few things from the conversations between the characters, is that mm. I think some people are born in, like, the witch bloodline, and they they just inherit their own powers, or the family's powers, and then there are people who don't have any witch blood, and uh, normally regular humans don't enroll into that type of school or they can is just most normally don't do it and it seems like she is one of the first who actually does it and uh in the in the movie the story from the movies she's not good at magic but she's really passionate so that's usually what gets her through all these crazy situations um i am really looking forward to it because I just want to see more about that world, more about that story. Um, the I like the I like the character designs for this show. It looks like they've taken the ones from the movie and simplified them a bit because they're not gonna have a movie budget for an entire series. But uh, there's only a few things that I'm worried about. There was one scene in the trailer that I saw where the main girl was talking and the way that she was drawn her her character didn't look like it had like life behind it um i'm not sure if that's going to carry across through a lot of different scenes but it that one scene stuck out to me because it's not the quality that i'm that i know of and that kind of kicked off in my head that yeah they don't have the budget that they that they have for the movies so or they had the same budget as they have for the movies they just got to stretch it over a whole series so yeah uh, i do worry for that for some scenes to stick out to me but in the trailer that i saw most of the other stuff looks amazing so 
um, I'm really excited for it. I did. Um, I recently watched both movies. Another on Netflix, and they're probably uh, over at Funimation too. But um, yeah, I highly recommend checking out those two movies, or at least just the first movie, before the um, before the series starts, because there are a couple scenes in the trailer that actually were in the movie. So it looks like they're gonna do like bits of the movie and kind of stretch it out and flesh out the story more so you can know exactly what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, this, this was not one that I, I guess I'd really paid close enough attention to from the beginning because I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, even though I'm a good I'm a fan of like magical stuff like that, I mean, obviously I talked about Harry Potter earlier. I'm, I'm loving the whole fantasy type ideology with that and like modernized times and, and whatnot. Um, I don't know. It's trigger. I have a hard time with trigger. I really, really do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan. The animation style of uh, Kill a Kill was not a fan of. Didn't really much care for it. Um, and then the other one we wa- we mentioned the uh, Inno Battle wa Nichijo. I did not. I, I watched like two or three episodes of that, and I was like, I can't. It just, it's just, ah. You have, you, I think that was the, the instance for me where I'm like, okay, so you took a, a good premise, potentially, and you just kind of like, I don't know, it didn't seem like they were doing much with it. And it got kind of boring and dull, and I was like, all right, I just, I can't watch it anymore. Um, I guess I'll try and see if maybe I can watch one of the movies and if I if I if I like it, um, or I might just wait for the series itself to come out and at least watch the first episode for that and see if I like it too much. But God, it's just this, the animations. Just, ah. <laughs> I don't know if it's if it's the same. I didn't actually watch the trailer for it. I mean, is it the same type of animation like Kill a Kill had? Um. So. With their style, like you can tell that it's them. Like Gurren Lagann was one of the shows that has that style. Um, See, I didn't mind Gurren Lagann that much. Um, what is that six episodes? F- uh, Furikiri. Mm-hmm. That's not Wait, that. They did Furikiri. Well, FLCM, no, no um, Trigger didn't do it. But mm-hmm. some people that are in Trigger were in the Gynax when they were working on that show. Ah. So it's, it's, it's the style that I see that they brought over. Gotcha. Okay, because I like Footy Cootie. I think that, yeah. I think the animation style, but see, I think the animation style for that story worked mm-hmm. well because it was an absurd story. You know, it was one of those just kind of off the wall, crazy things were going to happen. So the animation actually kind of made sense. But, like, when you have something like Kill a Kill, where it's, like, an arena battle royale situation and people are, like, dying, getting killed or whatever, and you still have that same sort of animation, I'm like, it just seems wrong. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, that's just my opinion on that. Yeah. um, I'll give it a watch, at least to see. Yeah, I'll definitely say check it out, because, yeah, I like Trigger. Uh, all the shows that I've seen from them. Um, I watched the first episode of Inuwa Battle, and uh, I kind of just, eh, because uh, it's kind of boring, like you said. Um, yeah. A lot of the other shows that they've done, I'm like, okay, I'm all in. So, but yeah. I, 
I am excited for this show. Absolutely. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Masamune no Revenge. Masamune Kun no Revenge. <laughs> That's on you on this one. That's totally <laughs> on you. I'm like, I was waiting for it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I looked at this one and I had like a brief like, uh, maybe, but I don't know. It, it seemed like it was going to be it's one of those that are a little too predictable. Okay. So. Uh, this show is done by Silverlink. And uh, there's another show this season that we're, that's Silverlink that I'm interested in. I can't think of it. Off the top of my head, but uh, it is um, the story description is as an overweight child, Makabe Masamune was mercilessly teased and bullied by a particular girl, uh, Adagaki Aki. Determined one day to exact his revenge upon her, Makabe begins a rigorous regimen of self improvement and personal transformation. Years later, Masamune re emerges as a new man, handsome, popular, perfect grades, and good at sports. Masamune transfers to Aki's school and is unrecognizable to her. Now Masamune is ready to confront the girl who bullied him so many years ago and humiliate her at last. But will his revenge be as sweet as he thought? So, uh, um, from the trailer, um, I don't think I saw any, like, bullying or anything. And, um, the one thing that I did notice is that at the end it showed the characters that we were watching in current day it showed them as kids so I knew that there was going to be some type of flashback um I do uh let's see I'm interested in the show because of Silverlink and I like the shows that they do um as far as the premise it looks like it it looks like the second half of of something that you would normally watch. Um, when I think of this concept, I think of it as you are... Oh, there we go. Um, what is that one show where the kids... You know, that, that one show. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they're supposed. they were supposed to make a movie for it. Um, like, it was supposed to be a season two movie or something like that, and it kept getting pushed back. Ah... Uh, Oh God! And they like um, it's kind of like Sword Art Online, but instead of uh, having the whole headset, they have like this this thing, and they like transfer to a different world. And they have like superpowers and fight. And um, well, basically the, the they took something like this premise and they added like the fantasy and everything to it. But you actually see the guy like being kind of a social outcast and being bullied, and then you see him get his revenge. And for this show, it seems like it's the tail end of that. It's or it's after that it's taken place, and it's you only see the revenge part. But then, because um, he was so focused on the revenge part, it looks like I don't know. It looks like the audience is going to see more of <laughs> like how human she is, and when he gets his revenge, we're not really going to be on his side. We're going to be on the girl side. See, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that. I think what you, what we're gonna see. This is my prediction for this one. This is why I don't, I don't really much care to watch this one because I think I've already kind of like figured it out in my mind as far as what's gonna happen. So, 
you see him get bullied, he gets picked on, he gets teased, he gets, you know, all sorts of just horrible horribleness pushed upon him. Um, and then he does this transformation to himself, which, hey, kudos to him. Um, but you'll see him go there, and he'll start to act out his revenge, but something will stop him. Either by coincidence something happens and he can't enact his full revenge, or, like, she basically says, like, who are you? I don't know who you are, or something of that nature. And it basically it stops him. And then, like, I guess maybe he might end up finding out more information in some way. Like, maybe just, like, a tidbit that gets him curious. And then he'll start actually going in deeper and trying to figure stuff out. Like, why it is that she is the way she is. What happened in her life during that time frame. And then the more he finds out, the more he starts to actually feel for her. And eventually they get together. That's kind of where I see this kind of going to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's not to say that it's necessarily a bad premise, but I feel like it's a premise that we've just seen so many times before. And I'm like, come on, can we do a little something different? Can we try a little bit more? You know, I just, yeah. And, and I mean, looking at the genres for it, it's a comedy, etchy, romance slice of life. So I can see, like, the shenanigans that are going to be there. Uh, the tomfoolery, just like him, him, just like awkward situations. And, you know, eventually he's going to get to that point where he wants to be with her. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just even like the tags. Also, someone else had it on here saying harem. And I see like in the picture, they've got like two girls standing with him as well. So I'm sure they'll since now he's become like the, the pretty boy, yeah. you know, athlete or whatever. He'll now be the one that all the girls want to get with. And he only wanted that, you know, eventually when he finds out about her, they'll want to get with her. But because of, like, his previous comments or statements to her, he now has to, like, work to, you know, it's, it's, yeah. Anyways, like, <laughs> I, I get where it's probably going to end up going. I kind of see where that goes. And, I mean, it's, it's a story old as time. And I think it's just, unless they really do something different with it, I'm not sure how much I'm going to appreciate it so okay yeah um I don't know I hope they focus more on current like the current day situation because uh I don't know I kind of don't want to see like the horrible childhood that apparently he had and uh I don't, I, I don't. I don't I'm, think. I don't think we'll see much of that. I think we'll more see just like you'll you'll see snippets of that, so that way you as the audience will probably feel for him, mm-hmm. and then you'll see more of the, you know, now figuring out why it was that what caused for her to do that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they, I I really think it's gonna go deep in in regards to that because I mean these are the same people who did Kokoro Connect. And that went pretty. Yeah. That went pretty deep in a lot of ways for that as well. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm also. I guess we'll... Go ahead. Yeah, like you mentioned, the two girls on the sides. I'm I'm curious how they play into the story. Cause yeah. it looks like they might be after him, and then they might be the reason why he can't 
get to the girl at first to exact his revenge or something. I don't know. But I don't know. I'm just curious. Because, like, one of them seems kind of bashful, and then one seems kind of like she's up to something. So. (laughs) (laughs) I I have suspicions of you. Yeah. So. Yep. I will check that out. I'll let you know if it's awesome if you don't check it out. Absolutely. Let me know. Let me know about that one. All right. And the last show we're going to be talking about is Yojo Senki. This show, I mean, okay, like just looking, like I, I scroll through any chart just like on to see which which shows might pique my interest and whatnot. And for the most part, like Big D over there, he'll look at like the movies and or like the actual videos that they have for it. But I'll read the description. But like. This one, just scrolling by the picture, I knew I immediately had to stop and read what the heck was going on because that little girl on there looks so, like, evil in so many ways. And, and, okay, so anyways, this was based upon a novel series, and the novel series centers on a girl, a young girl, who fights in the front lines in war. She has blonde hair, blue eyes, and a and nearly transparent white skin. Anne flies through the air and mercilessly strikes down her opponents. Her name is Tanya... There's something I don't even know how to pronounce. And she speaks with a young girl's lisp and commands the army. I mean, right there. I'm like, okay, young girl, blonde hair, and she's got, like, springy blonde hair, too. It's not just, mm-hmm. like, the neat comb no she's got like strands just sprung out of everywhere and she speaks with a lisp but she commands an army I'm like okay you just like blew my mind with this now cause you're like you just described like an adorable little girl and yet she's scary looking at the same time and she commands an army this is weird uh, but anyways <laughs> yeah apparently she can fly <laughs> I'm like, what? Are we talking about, like, in an airplane, or what's going on? Uh, but yeah, so Tanya used to be one of Japan's elite office workers. And see, this is where everything becomes interesting. But because of a wrathful god, was reborn as a little girl. Tanya prioritizes optimization and career advancement above all, and she will become the most dangerous entity among the imperial Army's sorcerers. This is where it's like, okay, like the first part of that, you're like, okay, this is kind of weird. Maybe she's just a short girl for her age. She's young. She went through the ranks and is now one of the army's elite or whatever. But no, 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 no. She probably was an older woman, uh, still merciless in her own way. But apparently, she 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 pissed off a god somewhere along the way <laughs> and i'm curious to see i'm like are they gonna explain that are they gonna show exactly what she did to piss off a god that didn't like immediately smite her down but instead decided you know what i want to put you in a little girl's body <laughs> <laughs> so and then the fact that you get to the very end of that description and then they they throw in the imperial army's sorcerers and i'm like oh so now we have magic involved. I mean, we had a god, which don't get me wrong, we've had, we've seen animes before where it's like modern time frame, but then like a god does something 
to mess with somebody in some way, shape, or form. And then it's just them having to figure out how to live their life as, and whatever as far as that goes. But no, no, no. We don't, we don't just have gods. We have magic now as well. So I'm really curious. This is a lot of, like, different... I mean, we have so many different, like, storylines-type side things going on here all at the same time. You know, it's like we, we just made, like, a combo plate of, like, tacos and burgers and spaghetti, and we just threw it all in the center and said, that's food. You know, it's like, <laughs> is this all going to work? How is this even, like, possible? So I'm, I'm really curious as far as that goes. Uh, and even in the trailer, like, you see her, like, you'll see her writing at her desk, and, like, you see just, like, this one strand of hair as she's writing and kind of, like, I think either nodding to herself a little bit or whatever. You see the strand just kind of bouncing and bouncing. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden she turns around and she's got this, like, the look that she has on that, that on her picture there, just, like, the evil, maniacal look. And you're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I, yeah, again, it, it has a very unique and interesting storyline to it, and I'm curious to see where it's going to go. And it's done by who? Oh, wait. That's right. I didn't have anybody who's done by it. It's yeah. Done by nobody. <laughs> Nobody's done it. But it still looks amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you'll comment on that, like the actual animation itself. Yeah, um, the style reminds me of kind of Gonzo's style. Like, everybody has, like, these crazy eyebrows and, like, sharp, defined faces and stuff like that. And um, it looks like it's going to be um, pretty action-packed. Um, it looks like we're going to focus a lot on what uh, uh, this girl is doing. So because she looks so creepy, I'm curious, like, how wrathful she is. Like, is she only like that when she's like at work and then when she's at home she's all like nah, 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 walking around like a bunny <laughs> suit and all that kind of stuff so. I would so laugh if that was the case oh my god that reminds me so much of um, oh god Index yeah yeah <laughs> the little girl that was the teacher that was older than all of them and she got yeah. very strict at school but the minute she was home <laughs> I mean, she was drinking beers, but then also, I think, wasn't she in a buddy suit at one point? I, I think so. I was being yeah, so funny. I, I but, uh, yeah, that would be, uh, that'd be really funny if there was, like, this drastic change, or what, uh, depending on where she is. And then, um, so one thing about this show is, like, it's based on the military again. So, like, me, I'm on, I'm on the fence. I'm like, the main girl has me looking forward to the show, but, if she if I don't get hooked in by her, then it's a it's a matter of what's happening in the story. Like yeah. says the Imperial Army, so it looks like there is a king and there's this huge army. They're talking about fighting gods, uh, or some she had fought a god. I don't know if they're still current gods. Either she she fought a god or she just happened to like piss off a god or, yeah. I mean maybe her army's advanced on to like some uh, she ordered her armies to advance on some sort of like uh, holy ground or whatever and kill a whole bunch of their priests or whatever and that's why yeah. the god became angry with her or something I don't yeah, know yeah like messed up a shrine or something like that yeah 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 yeah. and so. then um, then we don't know if there's multiple armies so 
Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious, like what, like what's going to be happening in this show. So I'm definitely looking forward to, to those two things. So. Oh, absolutely. I, um, again, it's 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 very intriguing, and there's so many elements involved in here. I'm curious if it's going to actually coalesce well. So that is the last show that we are going to be talking about for this episode. Um, we will be back in uh, what the beginning of January to talk about the shows that we um have been checking out. Uh, you can get in contact with us on Facebook at Takayaki Anime and Twitter Takayaki Anime, or you can comment down below. We'll get back to you. Um, <laughs> and big D blanks again. Yeah. Um, uh, other than this show, Monthly Catch Up, I have a couple other uh, video series that I've been doing, and y'all can check those out if y'all like those. Um, but and also we um we might be doing like some rewatches of like really old series like how you mentioned Index and then Blue Exorcist is coming out so we'll be doing like some watch parties and stuff like that for those but um yeah that has been it for our second live episode and we will see y'all next time bye bye.